Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes, I think it starts with your show. our first point everybody this is the valley cast thank you so much for being here my name is elliot morgan i'm here with joe barrett and steve zaragoza we hello hi we hope you're safe we hope you're happy thank you so much for being here joe had a story to tell us and he wanted to wait until uh he wanted to say before we started recording because as he described it it's too boring for the podcast and (laughs) it's not that interesting jumped in and said let's dive so welcome to one of the was sure to be a riveting episode so what's your story here's what i'll say though there was a moment there was a live moment Uh, for elliot and i where we where joe tried to decide if it was worthy of the podcast or not and in a split (laughs) So from a split second, it went from, so hang on, I want to say something. Well, you know what? Let me save it for the podcast. Ah, you know what? It's too boring for the podcast. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. We just hit record right but now. Now Look you have to oh. tell us because I wanted to catch you. I hope I you guys don't like curtains it. because we just got behind them. And you can't see them anymore, <laughs> and you're seeing the inner workings of this podcast. I, I was just going to talk about... story about curtains. Okay, go ahead. No, God. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's just as riveting. Just as riveting. Did you guys watch the Golden Globes at all? No. Like, no. clips or anything? Okay. No. So what you no. need to do... So, one, props to the Golden Globes, and props to anyone, including ourselves, making fucking content through this shit, making videos, making productions, because they did the Golden Globes like this. Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler oh. co-hosted at like different sides of the country, but they did their monologue at the same time, much like we're doing now. And you were just watching those jokes hit or like comedically yeah. not hit, but they, they, they're, they're the most consummate professionals. Like, of course they just rolled right through everything and it was great. Um, long story short is you have to watch Jason Sudeikis's acceptance I know. speech. I've heard it's so good. <laughs> and I, <laughs> but I <not>. love <laughs> I know. I've heard it's bad. Well, I heard what what I heard is that he's obviously so high. Like he had no idea that he was going to win. He was wearing a tie dye hoodie that I saw photos of. <laughs> yeah. And he it took him off guard, and he was super super out of it when he. Yeah, but took you know, respond. I saw it go viral, but I I wanted I need to watch it. It's really you, worth your time. You gotta really, know that like I I would I would find it hard to believe that there weren't a lot of celebrities taking the opportunity to show how cool they are for not caring about being dressed up for the digital version of the Golden Globes. Like, I feel like I saw, I, I saw the clip of Chadwick Boseman's widow receiving mm-hmm. his award. Uh, she, she, her speech was, which was touching. so moving and Jesus um, it was, but mm-hmm. so I watched that clip and it was very strange that they were cutting back and forth between her and then like celebrities just like sitting in their kitchen. Very, yeah, very hard because you're com- you're comfortable in your place. Even like Elliot right now, I don't know if he would be right. sitting as, as relaxed as he is relaxed if we were in the office doing this. You just get lulled into a sense of comfort. So these people right. are listening in their homes and you, you'd literally come back. And That's what like, I'm saying, yeah. It'd be like Aaron Sorkin's on his couch with his yeah. leg up. Yeah, like, I saw Aaron Gary Sorkin. Oldman like <laughs> Gary Oldman was like sunk into his chair <laughs> yeah. and his mouth yeah. was wide open. Like he didn't remember like he was dying. The camera on him. Al Pacino didn't even know that he was there. Like apparently I, I, I don't know if that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's the move when you're, when you're talking about now, your posthumous husband. Now, 
Well, she wasn't. She was. She was great. She was all dressed. That's what nice. I'm saying. Like, I don't know yeah, if yeah. it's the, it's on the production. I don't know if the move is to like cut away, like keep the damn yeah. camera on her. Because Agreed. It was a beautiful moving. <laughs> I thought thing. Steve was just about to go after it. Go after her? <laughs> How could she? <laughs> Widows aren't allowed to talk. No, I, I just thought I I hated that they cut away to like Gary Oldman farting in his chair while. This woman is is the most beautiful word. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see any of this, and I it, that sounds very beautiful and touching. But also, what I heard, how I heard about the Jason Sudeikis thing, was someone commenting on his authenticity oh, as a person. That's right. That's and right. So yeah, so I don't want to put him in a box of being like I'm trying to be too cool for school. That's what I've gathered as someone who hasn't seen any of it. Right. And and you're right. So, and Steve, the, the funny thing that I like to think about what you're talking about is, like, the director just left Google Hangouts on, like, automatic. Mm. When somebody right. moves, it, it automatically Or makes a sound. To... It just cuts yeah. it up. Um, but for, for Jason Sudeikis, I, I have no – I haven't looked at any follow-up articles. It is refreshingly, adorably awkward beyond all belief he is literally at a, a loss for words i think one because maybe he isn't good at the, at accepting praise two could have been high as a kite three could have been like over shooting ted lasso season two and it was five in the morning where yeah. he was at it could have also been all of those there's things. a lot of it, awkward or... award receiving like moments in history it, of celebrities there's a lot of them it also could be because he in the back of his mind knows that the show Ted Lasso is based on a commercial that was written and pr- <laughs> they probably amazing. didn't expect it to be as good as it is. Cause it's one of the best shows in a while. So maybe Ever. it's just like, I can't, I, this is, Oh my God, I can't believe it. Um, you guys got to watch it and then we can do a follow up on it because it is, yes, it is so genuine when he finally gets to the point where he finds words and strings them together like a human being. <laughs> but the first three fourths before it, the way he is starting and stopping sentences is like he's losing blocks of text in in a paragraph and then moving the other part of the paragraph, which he hasn't talked about yet, up next to the other <laughs> sentence. And he does that like 10 times before he gets his bearings and then he does a very sweet like Tolstoy quote. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Can I talk now? Yeah. Boy. Okay. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'd say that. I mean, that's that's nuts. Uh, thank you to the Hollywood Foreign Press. Uh, I mean, this is the for me the coolest thing that a group of, you know, like uh, that's that's nuts. Especially uh, that's crazy. Okay, all right. Um, it's really great. oh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, those good. those are the like you. I love to watch the award, the award receiving award moments from people that are like, like Jennifer Lawrence really had a moment like Mm -hmm. that at one point when she was doing her Oscar stuff or award ceremony stuff. And she, it's super humanized her in a way that we hadn't really seen a celebrity do in a while. Like she slipped on the red carpet or whatever. And she was just like, oops, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like you know going up the stairs to accept her awesome right right that's what it was that's what it was but but the fact that she was just like i'm just an awkward klutz and like yeah. you know that's what that's what i want out of my celebrities these days i don't want like the the too cool to be a part of humanity 
to I'm above your your insecurities and your, mm-hmm. <laughs> your I think your certain, certain people get a pass on that. I yeah. think Leonardo DiCaprio totally uh, gets an award. I don't want to see him trip in like some charming way. <laughs> I want to see him walk up very like the coolest person in the world and do his thing. That's I mean, I'd I give him Brad so Pitt many. though. I would see Brad Pitt trip. That'd be I would give Leonardo DiCaprio so many points if he would have like accepted an award or went out to present an award the year of Wolf of Wall on Wall Street, like how he got out of that car in one of the most <laughs> physically amazing comedic performances uh, in the last 10 I years. Know. Or, or that moment b- being mauled by the bear and the reverend <laughs> just all the way up the stairs. Uh, so the further point that I was going to say was one, Jason Sudeikis two props to the golden globes for even putting on a show in any way, shape or form and getting everybody together to do it. And then three, um, <laughs> It made me realize not just this show, but it's been like the last probably 10 or so years where award shows started to take themselves a little bit too seriously again for a lot of reasons. One of them being Oscars too white and stuff like that, where the tone going into the year was a lot different and we were taking it seriously for other reasons. But in in concert with that, I think they still went away from a lot of the fun. And I went back and I watched some of the clips from like the mid 2000s of when they were having fun at the Oscars and Jack Black and Will Ferrell were doing like awesome musical and sketches nu- and like stuff. numbers that were just outstanding and mind blowing and super funny and appreciated. You got to go back and watch those. His, uh, yeah. his a clown, a comedian at the Oscars song is so funny. It's so funny. I do miss you- the big dog and pony show Oscars, but mm-hmm. you know, it's been a while. I, I now, and you're right now that there's like woke culture and now that there's certainly more, um, fun of police. a, of a, of a spotlight, the fun, po- the fun police, the fun police. Have come to, I mean, sure. You could say that. And, and in other ways you could say that there is more of a spotlight on, uh, you know, diversity and such in these, these incredibly, uh one tone award shows but um sounds like a fun policeman right there so. yeah 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 <laughs> oh, captain right. of the fun police here woo 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 but isn't it's it progress isn't it interesting that like you know there there's been such a magnifying glass on ceremonies like that but then they have like ricky gervais be the host and it, who is like debatably you know the most outwardly un <laughs> you know yeah un, un- he, um... unacceptable <laughs> comedian to a point i mean it just depends on your taste because he calls shit out but i guess the point that i'm saying is I'm i mean not, i I'm love not, i think he's great yeah me too and i'm not complaining like i think the wokeness is good i actually all i'm asking for is let's keep getting like better as humans totally. but let's also have fun and be yeah. funny and show that we can do both because it makes it all you know i've been saying this for a while but like i feel like you know certain circumstances have shifted the tone of just kind of humanity into a more um uh, uh protected and afraid and kind of like uh, you know walled up space and i think one now that things have loosened up slightly in the axis of evil <laughs> i feel like uh i've been saying this for a while in a lot of ways but i'd like to feel like i i feel like we're gonna have a, a resurgence of of comedy and a resurgence of playfulness in the in entertainment that's been missing for a while because people don't want to see that they didn't want to see that for a while and now i think people just want to laugh and let off all the steam a little bit dude speaking of axis of evil 
I think I've told you guys this before, but I, I got pinged again today with a bunch of fear and like um, sadness and like, oh, my God, from Twitter, because I follow a couple accounts that are like live tweets from 1943 and they keep tweeting events that happened during the World War <laughs> as if they're happening Whoa. right oh, now. Shit. And every once in a while they hit my timeline and I forget that I'm following them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, somebody, <laughs> so many people just died. What are we doing? Why is it what trending? Is, what kind of events are they tweeting about? What do they do? They, they do it's, real events from the World War yeah, II? And- it's, like a, it's like a news ticker of as if you were on Twitter in 1943 and you're just getting kind of like a reminder of the events of World War II and the <laughs> happenings around the world. Are they doing but- <laughs> it at, by time or by day? They do it by day. Like, this happened today, but they do it as Damn. if it's in real time. And if wow. you don't look at who tweeted it, you get scared <laughs> real quick. It's like when the fake <laughs> Disneyland or the fake Arby's account says something that's like, what? <laughs> I know. I did. <laughs> uh, last night, I felt I retweeted the, uh, there's a really funny fake Chuck E. Cheese account that uh, <laughs> I found. And it just, they tweeted, Chucky is dead. And I... <laughs> I was like, that's so funny. And I retweeted it. And then I looked at the other tweets on the account and they were oh. gold. They were so funny. Oh, I love it. I love a good gag with a <laughs> with a big brand, a child friendly, a family friendly brand like that. Uh, it was a very similar one with Goofy has died from the Disneyland account. <laughs> good Lord. It's just like, what the fuck? What, what is that? Imagine kids seeing that. Goofy has yeah, died. What, okay. Here's some of the tweets from the Chuck E. Cheese. This is at uh, at Chuck E. Cheese USA is the account they got, which is pretty good in terms of uh, fake <laughs> yeah. fake handles. Uh, Chucky's coffin will lay in state for 24 hours in the Spencer's Gift Mall at the Solomon Pond Mall. <laughs> They've done so many. It goes, uh, Rush Limbaugh died after getting stuck in the sky tubes at our Little Rock location. That's pretty good. <laughs> what was he doing in there? There's yeah, a raccoon not... now living in the whack-a-mole machine. Whoever's doing this is having a great time. That's My fun. favorite one, though, is just due to slumping revenues caused by COVID-19, we've started using old slices to make new pizzas again. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> What does that even mean? Uh, <laughs> I think they find old slices of pizza and they piece them together like a pizza and then they rebake it with new cheese and pepperoni. Like they find the I trash, imagine. like the crusts yeah, and bro. the <laughs> uneaten <just> pieces. <laughs> yeah, not even full slices. First yeah. they have to Frankenstein a slice and yeah. then they got to take all those Frankenstein got... <laughs> slices and put them back together. I got a uh, tip here and yeah. I got a crust here. <laughs> hey, I got a little, I got a half a pepperoni and a couple bites of uh, Supreme over here. Ah, just put them together. <laughs> It'll work itself out. Did you guys see the uh, in kind of in line with what you're saying, Elliot? Did you see the um, there was like a big pizza crust thing that happened on Twitter recently? What? So I love when you type on that computer. It sounds like I know it sounds like enhanced. Um, man, I wish I could find it. It was basically like a poll that was like. like what do you do like how do you how do you perceive the crust of a pizza and and one of the choices was like i can't wait i love a crust and another one was that the crust is the pizza handle you throw that away when you're done and then other people are saying um crust is trash like you don't even get to it like you don't it's the end of the pizza it's the end of the pizza and it goes into the trash and there was a big argument online about it. And um, 
where I want to know where you guys stand on the crust debacle. I mean, assuming you have a good crust, and uh, shout out to Domino's for upping their crust game over the last five Indeed, years. Indeed, they really absolutely, have. Absolutely, absolutely. F- shout out to Golden like, Globes and Domino's. And Domino's, yeah. I feel like uh, it's like um, it's like a second meal. It's like a second little like, it's the second um, dish on your plate. By the time you're done with the uh, the prop, the pizza proper, you got this nice little treat at the end. Hopefully, it's an art. Domino's may have put it down to an art by this point. Yeah, and you enjoy it. It's like a little, uh, it's a little, it's a little topper. And if you want to get a little freaky, you put a little sauce on it. A little dippy like a breadstick. You're crazy. Yeah, I wish I could find it because I feel like people were like, the only time I get excited about a pizza crust is if it has some kind of filling in it, like cheese or. That you like the filling? That's your thing. You know? I was gonna say. I, for I contend me, it goes a little long. It goes a little too far. Honestly, too far. I think I think it's like a slice or two of a stuffed crust pizza yeah. is like fine. After that, I don't want a cheese-filled crust anymore. <laughs> it's just too yeah. much. Yeah. If I'm at like a party and there's like every year there's multiple people eating pizzas, I'll take a couple slices out of politeness and I'll eat the crust of that. But if I'm by myself and there's a whole pizza, I might eat the crust of one pizza. Right. But if I know there's another fresh piece with toppings and cheese and sauce ready to go, I'll just not, I'll, I'll eventually, the more I eat, the less crust I eat, I would say. Mm-hmm. At okay. the top though, okay. I'll eat a crust. So, and there's some people who eat it crust first. See who who uh, that's that who, just doesn't nope. But also, do you truly know people personally? Do you guys know people who do that? I've heard of it as like a mythical I, thing. I think I had a friend that thought he was being clever like way back in the day, like in high school. Was like I do it like this, and then, and then he died. Yeah. And nobody went to his funeral. Um, I was it cholesterol. <laughs> I'm looking at a <laughs> at a photo on Twitter of a pizza, a, a pizza in a pizza box. But imagine the pizza was cut out perfectly around, like just mm-hmm. the crust. There's just like a the crust, crust ring. It's like a crust ring left over, and that's it inside the a pizza cring. box. A cring. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it's beautiful. <laughs> that's not appetizing. <laughs> the other the other solution is: Do you guys ever Fresh Brothers? Shout out to Fresh Brothers does this. Do you guys ever get like you get a thinner pizza, and mm-hmm. it's not so much about the crust, and they do it in the uh, the square slices as opposed yeah. to the uh, the triangle slices, and then yep. it, it makes the, the crust less of an issue for most of the pizza. Yeah, yep. I don't have a, I don't, I don't, I don't discriminate against pizza types, really. I, I think that there's some pizza that is a bit more disgusting than others, like the, um, the like true Chicago style, like pizza soup. The deep dish. Like yeah. the, yeah, the pizza soup. soup bowl, like the tomato bowl. That's like a, a Chicago pizza is not for me really. But like, dude, square slices, fucking, oh, get off fucking thin crust, like cauliflower. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know I got, it's just, it's, I live in the ghetto too. You say the cauliflower, the, ca- the cauliflower crust. I like up. a cauliflower. I like a cauliflower crust. I like a, I like a cauliflower crust. I like a cauliflower. <laughs> I do like a dip. Is it good? I don't discriminate. And honestly, I love me a crust, dude. I look forward to it sometimes. Yeah. Dude. You guys ready for a little mind a little mind blow? Yeah. I'm gonna give you a little mind blow. Let's go. Hayden, I, I've had to go down the the realm of finding pizzas that my daughter can eat because she's she's gluten free, like anaphylactically with wheat and oats and all of it. So it has to be um like an Udi's gluten free. I'm sure Steve, you know oh, that yes. world. Um 
That's like a rice bread that they've also turned into crusts at many establishments. Right. However, in the pizza aisle, the frozen pizza aisle, the, the, the pickings are usually pretty slim. But over the past couple of years, they've started releasing pizzas whose crust, the entire crust, the base of the pizza, the foundation is chicken. Hmm. I try it's it. It's a chicken based pizza. And then you put the toppings on it all. And the chicken looks like. Like a like a crust, and have my daughter wait, wait, loves wait. it. Is she it loves it? it? I I have tasted it. Yeah, it's not bad. Wait, I have a question for you. Ah, oh, dang it! Is it well? Is it breaded? Uh, is it is it bre- <laughs> is it breaded or is it just like breast? It just it lo- it's just like breast. It looks like it's sweating. It's when, like plain it really? It's just yeah. chicken. Like it's yeah. a bunch it's of just, pieces uh, of chicken it's, it's, shaped it's, it's, into a pizza crust shape. Yeah, yeah. But they keep the face, so it looks back at you. Good. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm sold. I think you lost uh, me there. I didn't know they were doing that, man. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard of I've that. I've never That's heard crazy. of it either. Good for them and good yeah. for Hayden. Does she yeah. feel like she gets to enjoy pizza? Like, she uh, loves it. Yeah. She I mean, she, does she it. know she's eating pizza? The pizza of psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> The it's official nice. pizza of I'm murderers. <laughs> Do you? Does she eat uh, the cauliflower pizza? Um, she's had it. She doesn't like it as much. It's it's yeah. the uh, this this chicken one is the one that's in the lead. For and sure. she's had um because uh, Fresh Brothers has a gluten free pizza. Yeah, the gluten free industry. You don't even get me started with how I know, much they overcharge I know. everybody I that needs it. Really? The, su- the, the supply and demand Trust capitalistic me. nature of how it's fucked my bank account uh, for the last thirteen years is insane. Right, and but I, it's she like can double shopping. Free. She gets to eat. I just have to pay way more so she can survive. Yeah. Wait, like, so, way, like it's disgusting how much the markup. But is. she likes this. She likes the uh, gluten free crust from Fresh Brothers. I don't know if she's had that one yet. She's had Domino's oh, and pizza. It is expensive like as absolute garb. It's the most expensive. Yep. Yeah. Shit. And it's weird because they're taking something out, right? So it's like. Yeah. Like but it, but a, it also is very specific with how it's made. Yeah. And it can't use the same utensils. And they can't use the same. Yeah. They don't even promise that. It's a roll of the dice when we order. They don't <laughs> promise that. Yeah. But they're like. But you, good places that are like too way too expensive, you have to assume they're doing that. <laughs> I hope so. How often do you guys eat pizza? This is something that's been I've realized of recently that my diet is pretty. Um, I guess juvenile would be the right word, or uh, or unhealthy. But how often would you say you you order a pizza? Well, I probably average ordering pizza probably once to twice a month and then we'll sprinkle in some cardboard pizza nights yeah. uh inside of the the month nice. as well. Once a week okay. we probably once eat a week. pizza. Yeah. You have a family. I feel like if growing up in a family I always thought that once a week was was pizza. It was hungry yeah. always back in the day. Yeah. Thinking, but, pizza was like uh, a weekly thing. Steve, do you order pizza? Do you ever just have a nice cheese? Pizza? Oh yeah, from from the um from the when the pandemic started to now, I've probably ordered pizza like seven hundred. <laughs> no, honestly, it, it, it's shocking. Seven hundred. In in the entire year, I've ordered it like three times. See, that's very little. Good for yeah. you, man. Cause, yeah. cause, like, man, pizza is so fucking good, man. <laughs> Fuck you. It's Fuck so you, good. pizza. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah. You get a good one, man. Oh. Mm. 
Mm. It's just fucking cheesy bread grease. <laughs> it's hot. It's just hot, sometimes Ooh. crispy. We just discovered that an air fryer grease. makes it just as good the uh, second day. Really? Elliot, have you done this yet? Air fry your pizza uh, leftovers. Yeah. Holy I don't shit. have an air fryer. I need to get one. I, I put it in the oven. I don't oh. microwave it. The I think oven that's is an just insane as good. The, the oven is just a bigger air fryer that takes a little longer. Uh, air fryer changes. But, I, changes but this everything. is what I'll say about yeah. pizza. The reason why I haven't had so much pizza in this in this pandemic or why I don't order it very often is because I want it, man. I fucking want it. <laughs> so bad but it's like the worst fucking thing that you can eat <laughs> it's just you can't eat it a lot you cannot you yeah, can't have pizza no. you certainly can't have it every day but if you're gonna eat it every week you gotta be working it out all the time you have to oh just no oh no taking care of yourself and i'm just like my family I, what am i, I doing i can't not work out and eat pizza all yeah, time. yeah. You no, know, so I gotta be like, all right. If I'm not gonna work out, then I can't have pizza very often. That's fair. That's a good adult. That's my feeling maybe. with pizza. I got a, I got a controversial pizza adjacent take. Okay, maybe. maybe. I think calzones are fucking bullshit. Oh, really? I'm not a fan. Why would they, you do that? Yeah, you lost me there. You got this pizza. They, they, they make you think that you're flipping this pizza over, and you got this little pocket full of pizza goodness. It is never full. It is never cooked all the way through. The ingredients are never perfectly mixed together. Mm -hmm. There's so, always a disappointing, like you're going to have, you, a calzone is 33% cheese, 33% other ingredients, and 33% mm -hmm. disappointment. <laughs> and that other 1% was left on the counter because they forgot to put it in. Um, Fuck do calzones. You like, do you like omelets, Joe? I don't eat He doesn't eggs. like eggs. Yeah, but oh, I've tried. You don't like eggs? I've tried. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I get you, Joe. And I and I like, man, I'm just like a fucking bread addict. So if you're like, um, I can give you more bread in a in a pizza. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, Hell yeah, dude. Let's do it. That's why I'm, uh, I'm chill with calzones because of that. Do you order barbecue ever, Steve? And if you do, do you order barbecue sandwiches? A lot of people like doing that. I found a barbecue place to order from that I think is wonderful, Max City Barbecue, yeah. near where I live. I don't think they're near you exactly, but a lot of people like barbecue sandwiches, and I think it might be people who are also very much into the bread, the carb thing. Um, I'll Whereas tell I you like what. to just have a pile of disgusting meat that I... I yeah. Dude, I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll eat my meat like you know not in the bread and i'll eat the meat and the bread but i'll tell you what yeah. man i got <laughs> real spoiled when in oxnard because in in um sort of on the way to ventura there was this place that would make a tri-tip sandwich and they would they would the tri-tip was so fucking good man oh fuck it was so good and then they get two big fucking slices of garlic bread yeah like i'm talking mm. like yeah, that thick with butter and garlic. If yeah. you are only listening to this, he had his fingers probably showcasing at least about an inch, maybe an inch and a half space. Correct. In between thumb and and index finger. So of, like your a, visual. of like a, a of like a maybe two inch piece of bread. <laughs> like, Sorry, my yeah. my estimation was off. I said an inch, an inch and a half, but Steve is now changed it up and no no also no no, no you're correct two inches oh, total okay. bread. i'm saying the bread i retract my retraction now we are back to about an inch an inch and a half steve so, was being a little mm -hmm. hyperbolous let me no no <laughs> let me paint let me paint a clearer picture for you 
The bread is about two inches tall. That's tall. And ha an inch and a One half. One slice? And an inch and a half of that is like soaked up garlic, butter, yeah. <laughs> and then they yeah. and then they toast those on a fucking griddle that has all of the butter and garlic and cheese and meat grease. It's got the remnants of the past. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so you're eating your forefathers like fucking juices and shit. And then they put the tri-tip on that and uh. smack it and squeeze it down so all the butter and the garlic squeezes yeah. into the tri-tip. Incredible. Oh, dude, if you put garlic bread uh, as the base for a sandwich, I'm in love with you, baby. I'm gonna yeah. eat the fuck out of it. Wonderful. We've went uh we've went to a place on this podcast. <laughs> I'm just addicted to bread. And if and bread and cheese and grease. Are you a nasty soup bowl guy? Get like a bread oh, bowl. Yeah, fill dude. it with some broccoli cheddar yeah. and let it sit there too long. Yes. Until and the I, dam breaks. <laughs> at Disneyland they have uh they have a gumbo uh, that I never get. And but they have a broccoli and cheese bowl and and they have it in that sourdough, that toasted sourdough. Oh, and they put bacon and cheese on it. Oh, let's cut to some ads. Uh, Steve got so into it, he had to take a sip of water. I had to drink water. I was getting, I was getting. Well, we're, we're gonna listen to some ads while while uh, while Steve hydrates himself. For a I second. gotta, I got, I'm sweating out all the, all the. I'm sweating talking about this. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the ad read portion of the podcast. Doing it at home before Zoom school with my son. So it's actually the dad reads. Dad reads. Yo, bet you love gum. Guess what? I'm about to blow your mind with how gum is going to improve your life. From Quip. Quip gum. Guys, brush, floss, chew gum. Gum is the unsung hero when it comes to better oral health. The American Dental Association recommends chewing sugar-free gum for 20 minutes after meals. That's key, sugar-free. Do not, don't, no sugar bombs in your mouth post-meal. Post gum is something people chew as a way to relieve stress, curb appetites, and most importantly, freshen breath. But many people don't realize that gum can also be an integral part of a healthy oral care routine. It was only a few short years ago that Quip reinvented the toothbrush for the modern age and they've done it again and this time with gum they've launched a new gum that's actually good for your oral health and comes with a dispenser that'll remind you of that one-click candy you loved as a kid we won't get into the specifics about said one-click candy but you know what i'm talking about quip gum can help prevent cavities and fresh and breath when chewed for 20 minutes after eating it's sugar-free and has tooth-friendly xylitol with zero calories that's a bonus and to satisfy your taste buds quip added a long-lasting mint flavor crunchy tri-layer design and stamped it all with the classic quip tone the slim travel-ready dispenser available in five colors metal or plastic packs and protects up to 10 pieces at a time and fits in just about any purse or pocket for the go and in a world where we all need to be extra safe and hygienic the quick release button means you can still share with friends no wrappers hands or hassles or germs and the dispenser truly is really cool and convenient um you could you could put it in your pocket or you could go james dean style and roll it up in your sleeve in your shirt your tight shirt rocking your body Rock your body, rock some gum. The gum, you, you can also add a gum refill plan for a gift that keeps on giving all year round. Quip's customizable subscription lets you chew and share at your own pace and you 
don't have to worry about running out. Plus, the more you buy, the more you save with bulk discounts on extra gum packs. Now, note, it's not a substitute for brushing and flossing, but it is great support for your oral health. Pair it with a Quip electric toothbrush for adults and kids, refillable floss, not frost, refillable floss, and more great products. Right now, you can do that. And you can start planning for the holidays. Why not? Get a bunch of them. Start giving them to your friends. Plan for Christmas now. Get ahead of the game! In addition to gum packs, Quip also delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the misery of the in-store shopping. Spread good oral health habits this season and join the over 5 million mouths already using Quip. Get chewing gum for less than $2 per gum pack. That's crazy. Here comes the call to action. If you get if you go to getquip.com slash valley right now, you can get a free plastic dispenser with any refill plan. Free stuff is cool! That's a free dispenser at getquip.com slash valley, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash valley. Quip, the good habits company. Guys, in this next portion of the ad read, I would like to talk to you about Nextdoor. Nextdoor is the hub for everything happening in your neighborhood. Everyone is verified, so your conversations stay private between you and your neighbors. It's available in every U.S. neighborhood. Uh, basically, this puppy is Facebook for your neighborhood. Uh, you all get on it, and you can all share updates. You can share uh, scenarios where you need help. I'm on next door in my neighborhood, and I can't tell you how many dogs and cats have been um, recovered just due to people putting it on next door as well as um a lot of people have excess fruit <laughs> in their yards in california and they they're like god hey guys avocado and oranges doorstep come get them uh so it's really dope here we go here's some more there's so many ways our neighbors can help us we just need an easier way to connect with them and that's what next door is for next door is a free app that connects you to your local community so you can talk to your neighbors and tap into trusted local knowledge right from your phone it's the best way to stay informed about what's going on in your neighborhood whether it's finding a last minute babysitter planning a local event selling an item or sharing safety tips next door is the neighborhood hub to find everything you need you'll never miss out on what's happening in your community that's what i was telling you about the dogs Nextdoor is in every neighborhood in the U.S., and neighbors are already working together to build stronger, safer, and happier communities all over the world, all with Nextdoor. For everything that's happening in your neighborhood, there's Nextdoor, the neighborhood hub. So, what you waiting for? The app is free. Go to nextdoor.com slash valleycast to sign up and see what's happening in your neighborhood. Neighborhood. <laughs> I hate the word neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, be sure to use the link from our show to sign up so they know you support the show. Go to nextdoor.com slash valleycast to sign up and see what your neighbors are talking about. Be sure to use the link from our show to sign up so they know you support our show. That's nextdoor.com slash valleycast to gain access to a helpful network of neighbors you never knew you had for free. Make sure to tell them who sent you by going to nextdoor.com slash valleycast. And uh, outside of reading the words on a page, uh, give it a shot. Because what's really nice about it is that you realize you do live in a community. Uh, and kind of um, when everything seems overwhelming and daunting, from, uh, from uh, I need to feel like I'm part of something, but I'm afraid of people. This kind of uh, makes gives you an easy platform to do so. And uh, I suggest giving it a shot. All right. Back to the show. Holy shit. And we're back. Steve, are you doing okay? You're hydrated? I'm hydrated, I think. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Thank you, Elliot. That Absolutely. Background. Oh, dang. Uh, Elliot, um, you got, uh, you, you, you popped a question. You popped a question. 
I know. Well, I was really curious about the pizza situation because I feel like I have it too much. And thank you guys for humoring <laughs> me. I was oh, wait, really, you uh, didn't say how much you had, sir. Uh, oh, that's I'm true. Cutting, I'm cutting it down to once a week. Okay. Oh, so you I, were above and beyond. Not every week, but I really was like getting way too uh, too comfortable with. I know, and you can pizza and garbage. But now I'm like, it's still all, all really, really bad. Like it's what I, I I've just noticed like in my diet, and maybe it's because I've recently gone through somewhat of a significant life change. And I know you guys weren't bringing this up, but I'm just going to interject it. I recently proposed, and uh, yay! Fortunately. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I proposed to my girlfriend. She said yes. She's now my fiance. Whether she likes it or not, she likes it. She says she does. And uh, <laughs> we'll see. it's been, uh, we'll see. And it's been <laughs> lovely. And uh, we had a big outpouring of love when we posted about it, which we were very nervous to do. And everyone was really sweet. So thank you guys so much. And thank yeah. you to everyone who commented and liked uh, the photos and just showed uh, a, an immense amount of support and sweetness. Uh, at a time where we were just sort of like uh, maybe a little shell-shocked, but also very excited, and it felt very uh, freeing, and it also made it more real, which was very nice, and that was a, a really cool part of it. So now, now you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no take-backs. No take-backs. I know. There's been a lot of that where every now and then, if I think about it too hard, if I really sit and think about it, I do start to kind of – I'll go a little – crazy if you really think about it you uh -huh. know joe uh -huh. you know steve you oh know yeah elliot uh, <laughs> like when you think we, about we what happens know. when you die too much it exactly starts to, it starts to get really really hard to conceive of. or if you have a cookie a weed cookie that or you, you have... got you for valentine's day and there's a piece a of like it that. you don't remember where it went and, and did you ate... find out what to catch everyone up joe very sweetly for valentine's day got me and steve um some marijuana cookies that were homemade and uh, from a person who's making this wonderful thing called pretty tasty treats i think is what it's called yes and the excellent stuff tasted great um did did you find out it turns out steve and i took a similar amount around the same time and both had a pretty insane time did you find out what <laughs> happened to the missing piece that you didn't know about um pretty yummy treats pretty yummy pretty, yummy, pretty yummy treats real quick if you want to check it out pretty yummy treats inc check it um, out if you want to go on a, t on a journey on a journey we so we we do this thing i feel on... like that that needs to come with a warning <laughs> It did. It did. Yeah, it does. It, it did. It did come. It did come with a stick, caution sticker. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this. Um, you know, we do every Wednesday. We've been doing this thing called Jackbox and Chill on Twitch. And we, if you were there, you know what we're talking about. But if not, well, I'm sure we'll clip it into some kind of piece of content. Hey, or go to, and go check it out too, because it should be video on. Demand, oh yeah, right? yeah. It's there. It's in the videos yeah. on the. We Twitch talked community. about engagement and this really funny story for a long time, so we won't belabor everybody here. With it, but <laughs> yeah. Go on, Steve. But basically, to give you guys a rundown, the st there's a star cookie that Joe gave us, and Elliot and I both took the same amount, like as we thought. The, the like in parallel universes, in not knowing. Right, without <laughs> knowing at all. We just broke off a star piece, like a star corner. And, a relatively small piece yeah. of the of the comparatively bigger cookie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it really uh and it really took us for a ride. Ruined and my life. Ruined Elliot's life, scared him, and for me it was quite a shocking experience, especially with <laughs> With as much as I have and can have these days yeah. in isolation. But, humbling, um, humbling experience. Very humbling experience. <laughs> but I was like, I've only had two star pieces here. 
And Elliot was like, same, I've only had two. And I was like, and then I pulled the cookie out because I have it. And there's only there's only two star corners left. which Out means, of a previous five. Yes, which means- <laughs> I don't know how that, much y'all know about stars, but- no, uh... Yeah, which means three of those star corners have been eaten, and yet I only remember eating <laughs> two of them. So do you think you took two at once? I mean, I guess the the, the most- the closest I could come to what might have happened is I might have it might have been like a weekend day and I might have tried a piece earlier in the day and then forgotten that I did that. And yeah. then later on came back and was like, oh, I should have a piece of this and then did it had another piece. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I remember having two. I remember having two. I don't learning, remember three. <laughs> right. Learning, Steve, that you did it at the same time and made the same mistake after we'd both already taken the first time. I was thinking about this and I was like, <laughs> I under, I'm not trying to make a case for there being like a puppeteer in the universe who's like <laughs> sure. playing with us. Right. But I do think sometimes uh... things happen where the universe maybe does create sort of a, almost a scene from a comedy. And it does feel like we someone said action <laughs> to both of us in yes, our brains. Yeah. And we were like, well, here we go. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, some and cosmic, had no idea. <laughs> some cosmic switcher, like video yeah. switcher. Was like Simulation thing. Yeah, it was switching yeah. between both of us having that experience and loving it, probably. Yeah, like someone up there was like, they're going to hate it for yeah. hours, but they're going to get a real kick <laughs> out of it when they find out that it was at the exact same time. Right. And they're the gonna real fun. experience comes three days later. If that's the case, then there's at least four yeah. or five actual videos of me jacking off out there now. So, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the the engagement's very nice. Thank you for bringing it up, Joe. It's been a lovely, uh, lovely experience. Yeah, and not to like circle. Yeah, not to turn it into content or anything. But uh, so I'll, I'll leave reaction and story time for anything else that you want to do in the future. But I, how did it feel to have that like super nervous little kid butterfly energy in your tummy again right before it happened? Oh, what was right that before. like? Way more than right before, for sure. Well, the original plan was I was going to do it on a Friday. And I did it actually in here, in this room. Uh, it, did, it did look different. Um, but I set it up to make it look like a little speakeasy, like we were going on a night out. And, uh, and I had it all set up. But Grace had to do basically like a talk at like 630 in the morning. And she was like, I'm not planning on doing anything tonight. I'm just chilling. So we're not going to have any, we're not going to do anything crazy we're just gonna watch tv and i was like yeah okay and then all day i'd been like cleaning in here and making it look nice and i was like that's probably a bad idea if i do it now so i waited a day and then the next day she was like i'm just exhausted from having to get up so early and do all this stuff i was like well don't be exhausted because i made a little surprise and then brought her but i was truly very nervous uh incredibly nervous and um a little nauseous in a good way yeah i know what you're talking about the butterflies yeah and she, uh, we walked over here and she was, I put a little sign on the door that said it was a pop-up gastropub and I set up a bunch of stuff and I walked in and lit a bunch of candles and then I had music playing and she was like, this is so cute. And she started filming it. And that was when my brain was like on autopilot and I was like, don't 
don't think any you have to do it now or you're gonna not do it <laughs> and so i was like yeah put your phone away and i immediately like got on one knee and she like had turned away and turned around and i was on one knee and i she was like oh my god and she started crying and then i started crying i don't remember what i said or what uh came out you, of my mouth you didn't even ask her didn't it doesn't count <laughs> I did. I just went. Huh? No, but if you get on one uh, knee and present a ring, then legally you are engaged. That's the rules. It's like the yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah. You don't have to say uh, anything. Yeah. Well, you're exactly. engaged yeah. or you're going on a journey. It's one of the two. Yep. <laughs> uh, and so she she said, of course, and it was very sweet. And then it became a thing of having of telling people because I had asked her dad and um, also her stepdad about for permission and was trying to be very traditional about it. And that was very sweet. That was also a very teary eyed moment of doing that whole thing. And that had happened the week prior where I went to the office and made it sound like I was meeting up with Joe to grace, but I was not, I would lie. That was a bold face lie to her. Uh, so I went to the <laughs> office and talked about, uh, talked to her, her folks there. And then uh, we called them, called some other people, let some people know. And, uh, and then that was it. And then we very sort of cool. were like, whoa, okay. And then we kept it a secret for a week and then told people online. And that was very sweet too. And now I think Yay. everyone is out in the open. So. I Can love you... And that's got to feel freeing to not have to keep that a secret. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That kind of part. At first it was like, oh, it's too much. Uh, and then after a week it was like, we got, and the way we did it, when we put posted it on Instagram was it was like midnight. We just posted it and then put the phones down and went directly to sleep. And then so woke smart. Up and saw, yeah, it was actually yeah. a really smart move. Um, yeah. I mean, we checked it a little, but I was like, Oh, okay. This is, people are, <laughs> that's nice. People are excited. And then we went to sleep, woke up and everybody, yeah, it definitely felt like a weight lifted. Um, it made it feel more real again. So it was, yeah, it was great. Those, um, those intense, like super, butterfly life moments i'm trying to think if there's any other times that i felt them as intensely as i did when even when i asked heather and we'd been together forever and had uh, already had our kid who was older even when i did it then leading up to it knowing what the answer was going to be still those just like like beings in my yeah i'm in your stomach and it's like you want it to be memorable but you also want it to be honest and good and yeah. perfect and and sexy uh, and it doesn't seem like yeah it she loved go the away. bikini i was wearing too. <laughs> but really has well. it, i'm glad you went traditional with it has yeah, it ever thank been you, that intense for you in any other like realms of life because i maybe not the same level but i remember when i asked my I was incredibly shy in in um, high school when it came to the opposite sex and asking a girl cold turkey to go to prom with me. Crazy. Even though we weren't dating, I I, re, I going back to that mentally right now. I can physically get back to those uh-huh. those those butterflies in the stomach before I did it and the cold sweats and the feeling of elation huh. when she actually said yes. Yeah. <laughs> like casually. And I'm trying she to. She did think say of, yes to prom. Who, who asked? Did <laughs> she did. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, and I didn't think she would, <laughs> and she did. And uh, I'm trying to think if it's equated in any other realms of our life, like even waiting for like a yes from a job or an audition, or even going in before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. Those nothing. That, that's a different feeling because, yeah. like, you know, the feel the butterfly love, like affectionate connection, is a different. Mm-hmm. Is a different affectionate connection. I like affectionate that. connection. Yeah, affectionate <laughs> connection. What's yeah, like your section, girl? I want to have an affectionate connection with you. No, affectionate like, uh... connection. <laughs> like I, I um, I don't know if I have very many of those moments 
in my like youthful days because I was like, I know the answer already. Why I'm not even gonna ask. So that that's where my <laughs> my like <laughs> that's where my whole thing was back then. But when I when I got old enough to be like, oh well, you have to like you have to ask. You have to like you say try. What you want yeah because otherwise you no one will want you. <laughs> yeah, you don't say what you want because that's like one of the most attractive things is when someone is confident enough to be like, hey, let's go somewhere. I like you or whatever. But yeah, those feelings of making it clear to someone that either you like them or you want to spend the rest of your life with them or whatever, those are very unique feelings. I, I would, I, it's been, it's been a while for sure. I wonder if it's cause like, if it's more than just the stakes of the moment and like, I guess when the difference between a job and, and maybe asking uh, somebody of that you are interested in if they would like to marry you or go out with you or whatever, those moments of anticipation are so locked in on like you purely as an individual, like the job is your skills. And this is it, but this is like, this is me. It's either I'm getting uh, accepted or denied, but there also might be like a physical, like species level part of Uh it as well, you know, because it's like, I want to inside of me, be with and create more of me with you. <laughs> yep. Please watch my feathers as they unfurl and dance awkwardly in front of you. Yes. Yeah. And you're also allowed to say no. And right. yeah. I have no idea. How what should I do with these right. feathers? Right. And you have to proceed yeah. with your life after that. <laughs> yeah. What, you have you to go, to... okay. <laughs> yeah. You have to persevere. I, yeah, that's the other thing too. Is like um, the the fear of rejection is so real that it it certainly combines with those butterflies and makes you feel all weird and shit. But um, especially with the pandemic and the the quarantine and everything and just the general state of the world, it, there is also an added sense of like, is any of this even happening? Is any of right, this real? Right. Like this is we're kind of we'll get news, we'll hear from people, but it all feels so isolated that right. it's sort mm-hmm. of strange to be like, this is okay, yeah, no, this is real, this is good. Yeah, and I think you get like, I, it's hard to because I mean, like you know, they talk about giving zero fucks and giving any fucks, and there's a lot of talk about the amount of fucks given about what people think of you or or if you're if they'll. Um, reject you or whatever and it, and it's so hard like you can't really teach people to give zero fucks you have to kind of like give a fuck and then get rejected a bunch of times and it's then like, know uh, you have to know what that feeling is and then you have to be like okay well i know that that feeling sucks but it was temporary and a week later or whatever or three days mm-hmm. later i felt great because i was invigorated with a new or whatever and so it's like it feels at my age it feels like if I'm not expressing how I feel and if I'm not being confident in what I want and need, then like I'm wasting everybody's time. It's a waste of everybody's time to be like, like not sure. And, and like not, you know, not just take the leap and go like, do you want to go to the prom with me? Or do you want to, you want to talk on the phone or whatever? Like as (laughs) however small it is. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. I remember, that was sweet. Those are pure times. Yeah. Oh, such pure times. Dude, I remember being told, like, whenever I, like, if I would get someone's phone number, that they were like, I remember being told, you were just asking me for my phone number so you could have it. 
Like you weren't going to use it to be like, let's go on a date or something. And that's such a weird thing to me. Cause it's like, who the fuck is asking for numbers and then not. (laughs) (laughs) I just like memorizing phone numbers. Right. Right. Please give me your phone. Or like you're a test for my attempt at asking for a number or something, you know, like, I don't know what it is, but it was, you need to watch uh, after this, I'll send you the link, but you should watch uh, Luke and I did a sketch called got your number. And it's exactly what you're talking about. Oh, that's great. Two douchebag bros trying to collect numbers, but not having the balls to call any of them. (laughs) It was more about the hunt. It's really good. That's great. That's great. More about the hunt. Yeah. 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 I definitely. um... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Nope, 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 nope. You. Uh, well, I was gonna say I did have I did have a a backup plan because we had had talked about uh, marriage previously, and uh, and I had the backup plan of like preparing for a not right now because I didn't expect any kind of absolutely not or anything, but I did have in the back of my mind like the parachute of uh of what i would do if she was like well, let's you know figure it out you know give it a little bit like oh huh, you just for crushed sure... you just crushed me a little bit i'm like oh right. no oh I god know. i was like i don't <laughs> think it'll happen i was like i think she'll she'll say yes but i definitely was like like you're saying steve when you get the no and the sense of rejection like not knowing <sighs> what to do i was like i gotta have i was like okay so as long as i was like i'll just ask again I'll just ask again later. I was yeah. like, I'll just ask. Yeah. I'll ask. And she'll just say, maybe later. And then I'll just ask later. Well, but hopefully it's... she doesn't make me go through this again. <laughs> so. Wait, your backup plan was no plan. <laughs> yeah. My backup plan was just well, to go, okay, I'll ask well, later. Like, How about now? I mean, that's good. But like, you, that's a good backup plan because some people's backup plans are like, if they say no, I'm going to take this in an incredibly personal way and, and then drive my and, car and off a bridge or, or, yeah. or like, the, or cause so much turmoil. It ends the relationship, you know, like there's so many, there's so many ways for that to go South, especially, and, Ooh, and it's, so also, many. it's also so normal for the person who's receiving this proposal to be like, I'm not ready yet. Like that's totally normal. Very fair. It doesn't mean anything probably other than that person isn't ready or whatever. So it's like being ready for that isn't hurtful either, you know, cause then you're like, well, obviously best case scenario is they say yes and you're in love and that, and that's a wonderful mm-hmm. feeling. But worst case scenario is they say no, right? Like, uh, I, I don't know if it gets worse. Like full than hard. No would have yeah. been, would have, I would have had a, like a psychic break. I would yeah. have been like a full yeah. no, right? Because it's like, what? what do I know? Everything I know is wrong. Yeah, I, exactly. I would be like, uh, top down. Everything's yeah, got to yeah. shift again. We gotta go. We gotta go sleep in the same bed later. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Do you yeah. know I'm here? Do I also, I'm, like imagine uh, being a woman and and like being afraid to say no? also because of like you know aggression exactly. or, or like scary freak out psycho like snap oh, yeah. moment <laughs> you know? like, Dude, there it's... was definitely follow-up questions of you still said yes you still yes you still yes <laughs> how we hours. feeling a couple days later are we still good yeah <laughs> you were talking about maybe taking uh your career into a prank channel sort of direction is this one of yeah. those things is this a, very funny. <laughs> we were high and it was late yeah we retired so I, dude i got one of those like nose maybe not as big of a no but i remember one a, a girl that i was dating back in the day college days we'd been together for a while we had a nice romantic night we were hanging out and i dropped i love you for the first time hell yeah and i just like i just want to i love you 
and then <sighs> just beat, beat, beat. Uh, I love. like you too. And I was like, not, not, you're ready. She's like, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm just not ready to say it. And then I was like, ha, we gotta, we're, uh, we're in this room together the whole night. You know, uh, folks, I, folks, she fell asleep. I went to the computer and I listened off. to Col- I listened to Coldplay and like moped Hell yeah. till four in the works. morning. <laughs> I would too, man. And you deserve to mope. I was, it was horrifying. I, it gets, I'm getting the sweats thinking about the but feelings see, that flushing moment back set right you now. up for the countless other moments of rejection in your career and in your social <laughs> life and whatever. Yep. Murder. And, exactly. and, and and murder eventually. Uh, but emotional so, murder. It's so important to not hide from those moments and be true to yourself and express very clear intentions and very clear communication with someone that you like. I other would like guys, to thank... Yeah. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's ex-husband for the jam Trouble, which I listened to on repeat probably for yeah. three hours. Is that yellow parachute? <laughs> I yeah. didn't mean to cause you trouble. Yeah. I'm sorry I said I love you! Yeah. Uh, you listen to a, it just loud just enough a... though for her to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I do think when someone says like they don't want to say I love you back so they say I just am not ready to say it. I do. I respect more mm-hmm. when the answer is just, I'm not there emotionally. I do not currently mm-hmm. love you. And therefore, I can't, in all honesty, say it because people like to go, those words are really important. And so I like, I'm really like, right. Uh, you can't just throw and, like, those around. Yep. I don't throw those words, but like, I really believe in those words. And you're like, stop, just say you don't <laughs> love the person right now and then figure yeah. it out. Well, unless you are really one of those people where it's special and that's fine, but definitely don't just use that as a way to be like, yeah, I don't I mean, want to hurt your feelings. Yeah, of course. If they're truly, if those words are special, but also if those words are special uh, and you don't love the person, Maybe just say you don't love the person. Right, right. Or or yeah. just say, like, just be honest. I mean, yeah. there's ways of being honest, and then there's ways of, like, being hurtful, I guess. And it's all it's about... It's a sweet thing. It's all good intentions. It's people right, trying to protect right. it's other a, people. It's such a, it's a... It's a heavy commitment to even say it to somebody. Because oh, yeah. you're, you're just taking your, your emotional journey together to the next level. And I don't... I don't recall her being, like undelicate about the situation yeah. but i it just you know it just like hurt you and you took it away you know, personally i think i probably planned to say it that night i don't recall but i bet you i i i in my mind took steps a through z to get to that moment as much like elliot took a through z to get to the, the present presentation of the ring like it was a big mm-hmm. deal in but she didn't know that that i was building up to it and she yeah. you know it's just Did that was feel... just my emotional precipice in my journey. I was like, oh, God, you said no uh-huh. to when I asked you to prom. Ah. Through the heart. Yeah. Through the heart. When when you were listening to Coldplay till 4 a.m., did you still feel like you were uh, in love with her? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Did it, how long did it last? It didn't after. shift it even. No, I don't think it changed anything at the time. Yeah. So you guys stayed together and kept kept hanging out? Until the murder. How yeah. long? How okay. long did it last after that? And did she eventually say she loved you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think years. We were together a couple years. Whoa, damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And that was Meg Turney, right? <laughs> Guys, yes. thank you for listening to the Valley Cast. What I'm a so fun... glad that's the name you chose. See if that's <laughs> Shout out to Meg. Good. Hi, Meg. 
Safe. A lot, a lot of names I could have chosen, but that one felt funny. Meg and I could would never last because we would destroy each other playing. Donkey I know you'd be Kong arguing about the whole time on a video uh, game, and then <laughs> and it would come to... down to uh, if she dropped the ball for real or not in yeah. a league of their own, which she did not drop it on purpose. You, yeah, your competitive nature clashes too hard. I think. Yeah. <laughs> But and, um, and quite frankly, she would probably win most of the time, and that wouldn't be good for my sensitive. And you guys ego. are both in relationships. So anyway, and uh, Gavin is her soulmate. I truly <laughs> believe it, and I hope they stay in love forever. Guys, thank you so much for listening slash watching slash ingesting this episode of the Valley Cast. We appreciate you and everything that you do for us, even if it's as small as liking the video or, or leaving a, a review on iTunes or something like that. And of course we, we feel so much love and appreciation for our patrons over at patreon.com slash the Valley folk. We are, we're hustling into this movie movie game thing and, and we're really close to, to kind of ready, being ready to launch this baby out into the world, out of our veritable vagina. Veritable. Uh, Love that. Um, also, I do. We already have, or at least I have, open um, opened a registry uh, just for uh, if you guys want to uh, help out in any way. You can go to bitly.com/slash/movie-movie-game. It's still available for pre-order <laughs> currently. And we, I was uh, hoping you were going to say "Babies Are Us." <laughs> Babies Are Us. Uh, we saw some cute. Shoes. Oh, by the the time this comes out, we also just dropped. Uh, a new movie movie game episode with uh, Matt Bennett from TV's Victorious. We got TikTok star Brock Baker, Smosh's Sarah Whittle, and Grace Helbig, everybody. Grace Helbig. Woo! It's really good. It's a TV theme uh, song episode, and we had a good time making it. So, Yeah, Check and I up. love when there's singing involved, and Joe, you went all out in this one, and I really appreciated it. Oh, it's so good. It's You guys are going to love it. It's a really good episode. I'm very excited about it. The singing, Joe, was great. Yeah, oh, it's thanks, good guys. stuff. It's always good stuff. Um, yes. All right, well, anything else? children right now. <laughs> uh, that's it, yeah. Uh, uh, go do all those things we said that help support us. <laughs> Thank you, or don't. You know, we love you either yeah. way. Thank you for the Doesn't support. Matter. Love you more if you support. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye.